This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 144, and this is Christmas Unplugged. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. the life school podcast where each week you learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life this is the stuff that your parents teachers and pastors forgot to tell you about i'm heath hollinsby and here with your host caesar kalinowski merry christmas ma'am ho 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 <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> it's actually christmas morning Christmas morning. And here we are. The kids are like, be quiet, kids. We're over here doing the pot. <laughs> it's time to listen to the word of the Lord, and then we'll open our gifts. No, it's, yeah. We're actually airing this Christmas Unplugged edition of Life School Yeah. on Christmas morning. Instead of skipping, we want to give you all the value. So instead of skipping, we decided to still meet. We decided we're going to do a little different episode of Life School today. I love it, man. This is a, you know, not to throw all of our cards out, but like, I mean... We usually have a script that we try to stick to, keeps us on time, and this Keep is... Keep our topic running clean, and yeah. We have computers in front of... This is nothing. Today... This... Drop the big three on everybody so they can weep a big, small, fast tear, and then <laughs> learn some stuffs. But no, today, today, it's Christmas episode, and you know what we thought would be great for everybody out there is to get to know Heath and I a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit of our own past connected to Christmas. Yeah. That's some funny, awesome stuff. There's some stuff in there. And uh, share a little bit of our own childhood and holidays and faith and how that all mixed together for us. I, life School's about making faith and life fit together. Yeah. Never a bad thing, especially if you're a regular listener, to know a little bit about your hosts. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll tune out after this. So. And we should say, like, usually a value of ours is really good production quality. And this morning we're outside and there's an ambulance and there's a dog barking and... So this is not the quiet studio that yeah, we're we decided in. we needed to just sit outside for this unplugged edition. I kind of like and it. And we we're actually not even plugged in to the wall. We're just running on battery, hoping it'll last. So. That's, all, that's all going. <laughs> all right, so Caesar, what was, uh, maybe we could start with just kind of your experience. What do you remember, like biggest childhood memory of Christmas? Or was there one Christmas that stood out or one gift that for you was? Wow, that's, a, yeah, there probably, yes, there is. There's yeah. a few. Um so let me say this first. So I grew up in Chicago area. Okay. Okay. Polish Catholic family, except my immediate family, because my mom's from the South. And we were raised Protestant. So we went to a Protestant church. Okay. Protestant. Protestant. <laughs> yeah. And, Is that uh, where that word comes from? Huh? Is that what that word comes from? Protestant means protestant. You're protesting the high Catholic. That's holy. amazing. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know it either. When I found it out, I was like, ah, that's why the nuns, when I was like, a kid going to Catholic sense. school, used to rip my sideburns out, you know, and <laughs> yeah. take me down the hall to the principal's office. Jeez. Yeah. So anyway, so I grew up that way. Um, so we kind of had both like a highly Catholic influenced Christmas mm. experience and family of life, but we were raised going to church, you know, uh, evangelical. Sure. Um, and so um, I have three sisters, two okay. older, one younger. And oddly enough, I have square black and white photos, and I, I, I don't think they're Polaroid. I think this is how they used to actually print photos when you took your film canister in or whatever. <laughs> For all those kids listening, yes, we used to actually take film to a laboratory. What is film? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I have pictures um, from, I think, my first birthday, or for, I mean, first birth, first Christmas, up through like uh, many Wow. Like some shot or two, usually myself holding like my favorite gift and wearing some costume 
element that I asked for that year or whatever. Sure. And they're all black and white, little square, out of focus pictures. But I have so many of them actually, so I kind of can document. Oh, I remember getting get that. So wow. back to your question now. Um, in fact, I can show you those pictures. It's like That'd be fun to see. Yeah, like here's one where I'm dressed like Batman. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Okay, here's, I had a Pee Wee Herman outfit. I here's Space out. Commander year. <laughs> I mean, cool. I am so a product of, of my you know my environment upbringing 60s. You know, awesome, I'm an old man. buck, so my childhood, young childhood, was is still in the 60s, and it was, you know, I can remember when we got our color TV, the 25 inch color RCA. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, now all all our younger listeners are just tuning out for this walk down <laughs> memory lane. Anyway, so um, yeah, so all that stuff, and um, we never had a nickel left over at the end of our monthly budget. But man, my folks somehow afforded Christmas, mm-hmm. and that was what kind of made it a cool memory. They just were bent on. We have to have like a lot of gifts for the kids, yeah. and and so with three siblings and myself, there was quite a tree, <laughs> yeah, going on. Though the rest of our year, literally, it was like uh, can't get a quarter to go to the pool. No, nope, yeah, we just don't have it this week, son. Sorry, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not. We never lacked. I'm not like crying poor, you know, or broke, dying, sure. or whatever. But uh, it was Christmas was pretty awesome to look forward to. And my dad, I've shared on the show before. My dad was not a great guy growing up, mm-hmm. but he loved Christmas, and it was like the one day. We almost never ever got hollered at. So wow, what a, <laughs> yeah, a, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm similar. We, I mean, I've got I'm the oldest of four, growing up in San Diego, and we were the same way. We didn't grow up wealthy at all, and it would, you know, oftentimes I remember at least it was warm where you were. Yeah, it was definitely warm, <laughs> and I remember like you know doing the like family meal was when McDonald's used to run the 39 cent cheeseburger specials, and we'd go wow. max out at you know, wow, 25 really? of those. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Christmas, were you stoked about that? Oh though? yeah, that's great. Like that was way this. better than like Aunt, Aunt Rosie's roast or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. Your mom's <laughs> I was like, roast. Have to go out to eat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember same thing with us. It was every Christmas. I don't know where the money came from, but that I mean, it was like. I think I know. Of, I think there was a jar or or an envelope that the folks used to throw, like three bucks a paycheck or something into all year. Just kind of keep it. And I think they would really hammer hard the Sears revolving credit card. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I remember distinctly Kmart layaway. Yeah, so I think it was stuff like that, and there was real life, right? Real life. We don't even know that now. We just get anything we want on Amazon. Go get it done. Was there was there one gift that you remember growing up that you in any of your childhood you're like this one gift? So two things jump out. One was this thing called like crazy camera, spelt with like two K's, yeah, or something, and it was all (laughs) these like. Uh, plastic mold injected like wacky parts that made it look like it was made out of junk like pipes and just bent things and all really and then somewhere in the middle of that when it snapped all together there was an actual camera in there that you could load with film huh. but somehow crazy camera was the coolest thing and i got it and my dad about lost his mind trying to help me assemble it <laughs> and it never worked oh you never got but it was work. still a great memory because i wanted it and they got it and my dad helped me put it together yeah and and it never worked, and we had to go stay in the line like for like hours the next day. That was, but that was a great memory. It really was. Sure. The other uh, one year, so I was a little bit older, um, and I, there again, how my folks, I mean, maybe as you get a little older, I mean, dads make a little bit more, more money or something. Um, my two older sisters and I, we each got our own televisions for our oh, room. Oh, man. 13-inch black and white, you know, with the one or two antennas sticking off the back. You yeah. Know, that you have to put tinfoil on and all that. And it was amazing. Because yeah, my dad ruled the TV. We almost never got to pick a show. Huh. So to now have a TV that we were allowed to watch, I'm sure there was time limits, but sure. in our room, oh, man. What a fun thing. It was the, it was the best gift ever. See, And I'm still a TV addict to this day. 
I love TV. Yeah. I spend way too much time I know, me too. in analyzing TV shows. I know, man. So the two gifts that I remember distinctly growing up that I had to have, and I'm sure my parents would say, like, I don't even remember those. You really wanted this. One was... Um, oh, can I add one more thing? Oh, yeah. Any year I got G.I. Joe stuff. Real American here? Stel- Stel- Stellar. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's good. So all I remember is one year, I don't think I even asked for it, but we were given a, right when they came out, one of those Nintendos with the duck hunt and the gun and all. I mean, when... Nintendo was brand new on the scene. We got our first Nintendo, and I was like, see you later, planet Earth. I'm in here for the next year, you know? <laughs> uh, that was a huge one. And then also was there that was like this, Pong or something? No, it was like uh, Duck Hunt, Mario Brothers. Oh, so it was next level. Yeah, it was before, like, yeah, it was after Atari like, and all that sort of bong, stuff. Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> no, it was, it was beyond that. thing, yeah. And then the other one I remember was this, there was a TV show that I used to watch called Double Dare, and it was like a Nickelodeon show where they'd get slimed and gacked. And, okay. And there was this double dare at home set of like 50 crazy games that you could. Did you have goop and stuff? Yeah, too? the goop and all that. Oh, yeah. And nice. I just remember thinking when I had that, my life was just complete. But That's it. I've arrived. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> and it broke out, you know, it broke after about a week or so. So let parts. me, let me take a risk and ask this question. Okay. Hopefully, and this is spoiler alert for any parents who have younger children who may, how do I say this in code, may not have certain knowledge of certain historical individuals individuals connected <laughs> deeply to christmas okay so if Fiction. that's the case pause now but i'm going to ask you yeah heath uh, assuming most people are adults listening here you're going to ask you, me about that the, one of the most biggest disappointments of my life yes yeah. do you remember <laughs> oh, like yeah. with detail when you finally went wait a minute yep. there's no santa i uh i remember i don't remember how i found out all i remember is walking into uh, we had two ba- bathrooms in the house, and my mom was doing her hair, and I remember walking in going, hey, I have a question to ask you. Is this true, what I've heard? And she said, yes, it's <laughs> How true. How old were you? Oh, this uh, is important. young, 16. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I was engaged to Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, this was about four Mom's years like, ago. I got to tell you something. <laughs> Mom, no. I already know about sex. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was probably eight, maybe, seven or eight, and... uh and I remember asking, and it was like very matter of fact, like, "Yeah, not true. It's all fake." And I was like, heartbroken. Did you put Jesus right in that category? Then he must be. Well, fake that's too. interesting. So the, that's why some people won't do the Santa thing. That's right? why we some don't. Christians, you don't. Yeah. So we so don't. You're do on it. that team. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't do it like we don't do it as like we do not mention that word in our house. We just go like, "Hey guys, look, um, <laughs> this is not true," because our concept was. I remember that that had a huge influence in my life. And the concept of, of God and faith is already kind of a hard concept to grasp. And so we go like, I just want to keep, keep a clear count with my kids. So when they go like, what else are you lying to me about? You know, like, <laughs> well, The whole cool thing about St. Nick, who I do think was an actual person at some point, true, yeah. the guy Historically, they, they yeah. called St. Nicholas, was crazy generous. Yeah. And he, he was just the original. totally took great care of people who couldn't, right? Mm-hmm. And he wanted, and it was connected to faith and all that stuff. And basically just trying to show people generosity, yeah. right? And, and, and a good Jesus time. Jesus like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think you probably get to without the like, he's sneaking in the house, you know. And, yeah, that and, stuff's just you know, a little creepy to me. I think, I think you get to say like, okay, so part of Halloween, I mean <laughs> Halloween, whoops, <laughs> part of Christmas, Christmas yeah. is, um, and it's part of tradition and lore, is yeah. there was this guy who did all this, and that's why we give gifts. But yeah. some people even believe 
that he, you know, he still does. And, yeah. you know, I think you can have all the fun you want with it without it having to be this crazy thing. Now, I don't know. Yeah. I have no problem just, you know, for those parents who are on either side of that. Nope, I full on go with the Santa, you know, rouge because mm-hmm. it's fun until, you know, we don't get to anymore. The kids are too old or I go the other way. I'm, I seriously, I don't think it's sure. a big, it's not like a big no, we, I mean, sin issue. <laughs> and we still have fun with it. Like we go look at Christmas lights. The kids know who Santa is. They know what he does. They know that he comes down the chimney. We actually had our chimney swept the other day. And it's like, is he going to come down the chimney like Santa? And we'll like put on our, our presents sometimes like, oh, you know, to London from Santa, just kind of screwing around. Sure. But, um, but as far as like, they know from the outset kind of I still truth. do that with my grown kids. Yeah, it's fun. It's just kind of a fun. And they'll say stupid stuff like, was Santa actually here last night, Dad? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he drank all my scotch. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we always, like, we take him once a year to go see Santa at the, at the not at the mall, but at one of the local stores. And so we we live into it, but they know right from the outset kind of where we stand on it. Well, okay, uh-huh. so here's my version of that. How okay. did I know? Okay. How did I come to discover that Santa, in fact, was not? really doing all the things that my parents attributed to him. Three things. Okay. Common sense. <laughs> I started figuring out some stuff, sure. you know, Mr. Science. I started going like, wait a minute. We don't even have a fireplace. Oh, that's a good, that's well, a good point. Well, we leave the front door open. That's what my folks used to say. Sure. You know, when I, okay, so they, they had a little dodge for everything I'd come up with, you know? Yeah. Um, second thing, uh, as I got older, um, so common sense. Second thing, older sisters. Hmm. Just loving to ruin anything fun for you. Sure. Okay. Third thing, and this was the kicker. My uh, mom and dad used to, they were old school. What went into your stocking was like fruits and nuts and oh. maybe a candy bar. It was like that kind of stuff, right? Sure. More traditional. And so I remember the year that, and we never liked that. Like, who wants fruits and yeah, nuts? Give me a Snickers. But I remember the year that I was already pretty sure, say Santa, I don't think so. But I don't want to say too much because I don't want my folks to like, you know, sure. gaze me on the gifts, you know. So, um, but I remember my stocking had the exact same oranges and Christmas nut mix that was on the table oh. in my stockings, identically. Like I remember holding <laughs> them up to each other, comparing size, going, mm, this is my mom put this in here, you know. So, <laughs> That's and then, you know, but my, on top of that though, because they didn't really want to lie, but they kind of were like having fun with the thing and they like to shame us into obedience all year if we wanted <laughs> gifts. Sure. There's a commercial doing that now, by the way. Really? Yeah. It says there really is a naughty and nice list. And then it shows these, and, and, and it's funny, and it shows these kids doing really, like doing chores, being super polite to their parents, cleaning things, you know, doing stuff kids would never do. Yeah, sure. And it says, there really is a naughty <laughs> list or something like that. And no better way to get them for like Kohl's or Target or somebody, yeah. Gosh. But, um, but my dad would say two things. He used to say, well, I believe that Santa, the, if you have the spirit of Santa, then you have the spirit of Christmas, you know. Oh, yeah. And he would also say, well, like when I was a kid, I was looking outside. And, and I was in the house, and, and I heard, I heard something on the roof. Huh. I heard something on the roof, clickety clackety, clickety clack. Like it must have been reindeer, I thought, but I don't know. Sure. And then I went out there, and there was no one on the roof anymore. After you know, the, and how did we? Who was it? I don't know. You know, so hmm. he had all these kind of leading things, and I can remember being at my grandmother's house, me and my cousin, who was the same age as me. My sisters were older; they were probably hip to the tip already. And I can remember us staring for hours outside. No at, way. at the night sky and every little twinkle light because a star would go by or, or, or a cloud would go by. Oh, that's, that's Rudolph's nose. I think it's, he's coming. He's, and our parents are like, we better get home because if you're not sleeping, he's going to skip the house. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. Did you always have a hard time going to bed that night? Sure, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, 
even after the did you ever go and discover your like the stash your parents gifts once you knew it was them did you like search the house out knowing hey there has to be some goods no i will give that to my parents i was never able to i was never able to find them they did a good job my my son did one year or we thought he did and we warned him if he did it that he was not going to get um his gifts yeah and he did it and we and we knew it because he was dropping all these hints about like jeans that he wanted and like, sure. yeah, but if they were longer, I'd like them better and all this stuff, you know, it's like, oh, and he brought up like two or three things. So we mm. knew it. Like we were like, oh, are you kidding? So we actually held back like his gifts. Really? Yeah, we did. Cause all was, of them. Yeah. He was being dishonest. <laughs> that is amazing. Now, he still got plenty of gifts from, cause there's all the other people in the family. Sure. But he didn't get Santa's gifts. Wow. I remember there was one year. Yeah, that's kind of evil. I'm kind of <laughs> repenting of that one, son. Sorry. Yeah, people are tuning out. Like, we don't trust this guy anymore. <laughs> no, no I, hey, I, you know, I'm a work in progress like everybody. Yeah, so. no joke. I remember being a kid, and one of the questions that I'll never figure out fully until I get to sit with Jesus or Santa or whoever's around in heaven is my dad. So my parents split when I was young, and so Christmas was more like we'd start at my mom's house and we'd go to my dad's house and we'd go to grandma's house and the other grandma's house and other grandma's house. I mean, it was like five or six houses. So by the end of the night, you're just, you don't remember what you've got. You've got so many gifts. And I remember one year, my dad got us the night before Christmas and it was, we left the house. Is that a movie or? No, like this is a real story. No, that he, oh, he got us. Yeah, he, yeah, no, sorry. On yeah, the he, night before. I thought, yeah, he was I thought able that was to, a product name. Okay, sorry. No, so he got us and he said, hey, we're going to go to McDonald's we're going to have, like, we're going to just do McDonald's. We'll play for a little bit and see if Santa comes while he maybe shows up early. Oh, gotcha. So we all get in the car, and all I remember is he runs back in the house for 20 seconds or so. He forgot something. Like, I forgot my wallet. And we go to, we go to McDonald's, come yeah. back, and our yeah. house probably has 200 gifts. Like, it's hard to move in the living room. How did he get them out that quick? Well, here's here's what I still don't Santa know. Santa is real. It is weird because I asked him <laughs> about 10 years ago. I was like, Dad, so this has been on my mind since I've been a kid. Like, how did you pull this off? And he's like, to be honest, I don't even know. He's like, I don't remember. I don't remember the situation. Oh, boy. And so now in my head, I still kind of go, what happened that day? Because he didn't have <laughs> enough time to get back into the house. That's awesome. Like, maybe he had a neighbor come over or... Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird. My My mom's dad who actually has some kids our kids' age sure. from an extra marriage, you know, and they're awesome. We're all one big family. Um, they had a neighbor that was that guy mm. who was, like, really cool, and he yeah. had the really pro Santa suit. And so, like, cool. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, if we were over there, you know, opening up gifts, yeah. you'd hear him, like, jingle, jingle, jingle or whatever. We'd all go look, and he'd just be sneaking around, you know, like around the edge. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he'd be sneaking around the corner, and there he's gone. You know, so, <laughs> it was cool. Did you, uh, are you an eggnog sort of drinker or no? Uh, no, I, it's, I've only, you know, you know me, I, I eat everything and enjoy yeah. it all. Um, there was like a very, very short list of things in my life that I didn't like. Yeah. And I just kept trying them over, over years yeah. and years and I come to like them all. You know what the last one on my list was eggnog. that I finally, yep, eggnog. Are you kidding? I, it just gacked me, man. See, that's one of the things, that's one of my secrets. The first of like about this fall when you start now, seeing them. I, I found some that I like legitimately, but oh, okay. there's a certain flavor to it that just hit, like hit just the back of my, I don't know, man. I know oh, it's that's a one love of my thing. favorite know, times man. of the season. Yeah, you never had to worry about me. No. And yeah, so I'm a new convert in the last five years. Okay. A little uh, bit of that nog. first drink is just oh. A little bit of nog. So what? Uh, when do you guys allow Christmas music to enter your house? Is it Thanksgiving? Um, the day that we set up the tree, whatever that is, and that's not a strict. It's kind of after Thanksgiving. We try to get it up no later than December first. It just depends mm. on travel and you know busy this and all. Sure. But uh, 
Tina wants two trees now. Oh. Um, but that's when Christmas music starts. And there's even though we've got a basket of Christmas music, yeah. um, there's a few things that our kids, man, because tradition, and we talked sure. about traditions last week, there's a few things that until the kids hear it, it ain't Christmas. Huh. Uh, there's, a, there's a Harry Connick, old Harry Connick Christmas record. It's just it's the jam for us, and they insist we put it on when we open gifts and when we're putting up the tree. And we listen to other stuff too. Yeah. By the way, the Brian Setzer Swing Orchestra Christmas records are the best. See, I haven't heard those yet. Oh my god, I like Brian Setzer. A lot. I'll loan you some, man. Yeah. I, uh, so for us, that's it, and it's okay. over Christmas. Okay. I'm so. Can we get some new songs? I'm so tired of the Christmas songs. I know, man. It's. I saw. Being honest. I saw a meme the other day. It was kind of funny. It was. It was a picture of Michael Bublé, and it said like Christmas is coming. So Michael Bublé crawls out of his cave, like <laughs> insinuating that he just comes and He's does his Christmas album and then goes back in his cave for the rest of the year. I will say this though about uh, being a kid growing up. Even though, like I said, my my mom took us to church, and mm-hmm. my dad though he was a priester. He was a Christmas and Easter sure. attender only. Um, there was a sacredness to Christmas that hmm. somehow the family in in our sort of barely Christian youngness and my yeah. dad really not participating. There was still, and I think it, I think it's the Catholic, you know, upbringing and my all the rest of my family being Catholic and super serious about it. Huh. You know, like everybody believed this was a celebration about Christ's birth, and that the gifts we gave were a picture of the gift that he gave us. I mean, that was wow. always there, man. Like s- s- probably the best gospel message of the year was that, you know? Really? I mean? Yeah. And there was a sacredness to the family getting together. I remember my, you know, there again, Polish traditions, my grandmother on Christmas Eve, we were often there. Mm. Now we watch, you know, Christmas story sure. <laughs> in our pajamas. But we we uh, were often, almost always at my grandmother's on Christmas Eve. And there's mm. a whole, there's like 13 dishes that Polish people have on Christmas Eve. We don't even oh, know wow. them all. We don't, we've never gone that far with it sure. yet. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was candles and candlelight and there was like, we're going to mass afterwards. Wow. And, and it's not like they had to, like it was the, it was the once or twice a year they really wanted to connect their hearts back to God's and kind of get a realignment and kind of that's really cool so there was there was a sacredness to it and like I said there was a generosity across the board from Mm. all the aunts and uncles and grandparents and my folks even though none of my family were wealthy by any basis sure now being raised in the Midwest did you have like did you ever have a white Christmas where you woke up and it was snowing almost always see I've never had one yeah almost always snow on the ground um, and very often you'd be like it's snowing you know I've never but we were up crazy early like all the kids probably dark you sure. Know, we're opening gifts in the dark. So. <laughs> Gosh, no, I wish I could have that. I've n- never once experienced that. You were saying that you're, you know, last week that your guys' tradition, or a few weeks ago, that your, your tradition is Christmas story and pajamas. And I've never done that. But one of the things that we do every Thanksgiving night is uh, me and the family will pop some popcorn and we'll watch Home Alone 1 and 2, but only the part where the burglars show up. The best so, parts. Good. The best parts. Yes. So we just fast forward to Home Alone 1 best parts amazing choreography oh they're amazing and the act like i mean <laughs> really what is. is daniel that the tall burglar is such a great physical comedian yeah that, he is so we watch those and then we go to bed and then we wake up and do our, our christmas tree the next day and oh, that's so you got a whole string of that stuff yeah we got a we're, we're developing aw- little things that's awesome yeah I, what do you what do you think i can't not go serious just a little not sure i'm not that's not this serious but what do you think yet remains as a as a parent, so we're both parents, mm-hmm. multiple kids. Mine are a little older than yours, but uh-huh. the parenting continues, and now the grandkids are coming. What do you think yet think yet remains to make Christmas even more meaningful and even more sort of gospel focused, and not yeah. in a creepy way? You sure. know what I mean? Like, 
it is evangelism season. It is gonna... what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And like I shared a few weeks ago, we used to pull out the birthday cake and sing happy yeah. birthday to Jesus before we opened our gifts, you know? Sure. And uh, that was a little bit weird, but it really helped. But what do you think now? Your kids are growing a little bit. You got young and yeah. middle-aged kids. What What do you think remains yet that could maybe still be the upgrade? Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a few things. Because we're still, I mean, the kids are eight, six, four, and 2 right now. Um Getting us all to do something together is still means different things for the eight year old, the two year old. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I think just remember. I think the gifts is a big part. We've started doing a thing where we have uh, the kids buy gifts for each other as well. So it's not just they receive everything, but they're actually going out and yeah, uh, and tying that into the to the same sort of sense that you were speaking of earlier. And that this is actually a, a duplication. This is a embodiment of what the gift that Jesus has given us through the cross. Um, I think that, but then there's also the... What a killer opportunity to talk about generosity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Absolutely. With our kids, it's Christmas time. It's perfect. W- what they got, what how they feel about what they got. They got the gift they're not stoked about, but is it still generous? You know, yeah. it's a million opportunities to talk about generosity in God's heart, right? Yeah. And how I think, we give, how we choose to give to our brother and sister. I think the other thing for us is really playing into being in a community, not having... Um, any like my, my none of my family's out here as far as mom, dad, sisters, brothers, any there's Kathleen. So just being able to tie in what this means for our neighbors that are in the same boat and those in our circles that don't really know, like actually providing a family for them and inviting them into the meal and inviting them into our lives. Uh, I see that starting to gain traction. And I just, I think what still yet remains is being able to see that take some more tread and, and deepen there as well. Yeah, I've found that it takes an inordinate amount of intentionality every year around the holidays because mm-hmm. we're like everybody, we're busy with the holidays and we're always, we've always been in business. So it's year end, sure. and, you know, and there's Chris, like we owned a restaurant for eight years until, yep. well, this will be our first Christmas, not owning it in a long time. That's right. So then people are having Christmas parties of their own. It's just a busy time, right? Yeah. Christmas is always extra busy. Uh, when I was full-time pastoring at a church, it was super, super busy. Million services. So it took it took a super high level of intentionality for who are we making sure is part of all the Team K revelry and fun and tradition this Christmas. Yeah. Like, like are we getting the invites out? Are we do we have our eyes open for that total stranger at the restaurant that God's like that guy, mm-hmm. that couple, they you need to pull them in, you yeah. know. And most years God's been super super faithful with that to show us who, but it takes it seems like it takes like a double dose of intentionality around the holidays, those holidays, to pull people into what would be easier just to say, man, we made it. We made it to Christmas. We we made it to a church service. We're in. You know, here we go. And that's something that's so easy to slip into. That's something Kathleen and I have done the last two years was actually sit down and go, okay, usually early November we sit down and go, it's going to get busy for us. Kids are in soccer. Super busy, yeah. I've got church stuff, which is Advent, and then leading an 11 p.m. Christmas Eve service every year, and... Oh, do you? Yeah. So, and then I'm part of so this. after the movie with pajamas this year, you're going to have to go shoot off with your Yeah, you bail out again, yeah. Oh, wow. So I think we start off early in the season with that intentionality, because otherwise you just miss it. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, there was a really great opportunity yeah. where people could use the whole family sense Yeah, it kills of, me when I hear like, hey, by the way, what happened to so-and-so this year? Did they? Yeah, no, no one invited no, no, them. No, I think they stayed home. Did you do invite Didn't you invite them? Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, maybe next year. Oh, I know. So, yeah, I guess if anything, the takeaway, you know, f- 
for folks who are still listening, <laughs> um, is, you know, up the intentionality and prayer, you know, like who do we get to bless this season as part of our family? And yeah. often it's the same people from previous years as the family grows, right? Totally. But... Well, and it's such a great opportunity. What we did with a neighbor a couple of years ago is we said, hey, we're going to have a big dinner and you're going to cook the main, like, we're happy to host. We're, we're going to do the sides. Would you do the main meal? Like, yeah, sure. I'll bring a lamb over, like like a lamb's leg or whatever. I don't know. Nice. Lamb I love leg of lamb. That's great. And the cool thing is what a perfect opportunity to, like, encourage and pour into their lives of that. Like, man, this is so good. We're so glad you brought this. It's really easy to just go, hey, you know what? Don't worry. Just show up. Uh, be yourself. Bring your family. But to go, no, why don't you get involved? And then we're going to celebrate what an amazing cook and thank you and 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 being able to pour into people's lives intentionally like that. But I think intention is really a key to the missional side of this holiday season is going set out before it gets too busy how exactly you and your family are going to be intentional over the next yeah. couple of months. Note to self here is it's early. It, uh, it's The year is coming, and we've got a whole year now to queue up for the next folks. And, yeah. Yeah. Start inviting awesome. those people into yeah, that's it. That's yeah. awesome. I'll tell you, this has been a good year, Heath. Mm. There's been a lot of challenges, but it's been a lot of year of blessings for us. And uh, this is our first life school Christmas. We've we yeah. started the podcast early, early in the year, like middle of February or something like this. Yep. So this is episode what one forty four. Holy cow! So, um, man, I just want to tell you, happy New Year and Merry Christmas. And I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to what the year has together. Yeah. And for our growing oikos of buddies and families that we're doing life with and yeah. all that stuff, I'm really excited for what God has for that. And, uh, and Me I too, man, could you imagine that, that even 10 short months ago that we'd be getting these cool emails and, and people that are going like, dude, I'm listening from Singapore or from Thailand or from Australia or from Scotland. And this I think pod- it's like 50 countries or something. It's, crazy. it's amazing. Yeah. And just to have people go like, this is such a breath of fresh air. Thanks for doing like, so here's my Christmas wish. Okay. Okay. This is my Christmas wish, even though people are hearing this since it's Christmas day or already after, but sure. Just, you can give a gift late. You can give me a gift late. There you go. This, and this is a gift for us both is I, I want a whole bunch of people just to take that Christmas moment right now and get on Facebook. They're probably already on it. And I want them to join our life school podcast like yeah. group. Like I, I really it. do because that is such a, a ball getting to interact throughout the week yeah and between episodes and just hearing from people and man i I love that yeah i love that that's not a burden that's a labor of love for certain and so that'd be my christmas gift out there if y'all don't even have to wrap it yeah it's it's online digital doesn't cost you anything (laughs) yeah it's just get on and join us this year i want to see that group exploding and then interact like don't just join that's cool but that's step one in interacting with us that'd be that'd be the best gift and in case you're wondering like how to do that uh, maybe this is the first episode you just happened to tune in. Um, all you got to do is go to Facebook up in the search bar, type in Life School Podcast, and that's the group right there. We'll Can you imagine this is someone's first episode? They're like, this is the boringest. Like, <laughs> you guys just sit around and talk r- about Christmas every week? <laughs> <laughs> no, next week we're going to talk about, I got a new couch. <laughs> <laughs> How to start the new year. No, that would be a great <laughs> gift just to kind of get that encouragement. And if you're feeling super generous you can go to itunes and leave us a review because that's helpful as well but and i do want to say that wherever people are at and wherever they're hearing this and whatever their situation is planting a church starting a missional community going to church leading a church whatever we serve the most amazing lord and savior jesus yeah. and this is such a cool thing that even though this is not his historical birthday <laughs> it's some other time we don't know for sure but we get to celebrate it the fact that we get to participate in the celebrating of the birth of our lord hmm. no other religion has that 
Yeah. No other religion. Some celebrate the birth of prophets or this or that, but the fact that God himself came as flesh mm-hmm. and now we get to celebrate it. We get the gifts. Yeah, it's amazing. When he's the gift. It's just don't let it be lost on you and take that into your ministry year. Take that in back into your family dinners. Take that into your neighborhood stuff yeah. and just realize that's how close and desirous our God is with a relationship with us and let that mm-hmm. flow out so that we get to have relationships with everybody. I love that, man. Really is true. So, All right. Well, should we let these people get to unwrapping Let them get and- back to whatever they're eating, drinking, yeah. unwrapping, or sharing. Hey, next week we're going to talk about how to start off the new year. With some intentionality. Yeah, with some great intentionality. And it won't be what everybody thinks. It's not like, here's how to set up your goals list. It's yeah. It'll be way bigger than that. So, yeah. All right? Well, hey, everyone listening, thanks again. This has been a fun year on Life School. <laughs> <laughs> Until Merry next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a great day. <laughs>